You're listening to DraftKings Network. What's good, everybody? Welcome to another Cooligans Women's World Cup Daily. I have, uh, I'm excited because I, you know, we're doing daily episodes, and sometimes I just get tired of looking at Alexis. You know, I just, I need a new person to just simply look at, uh, and excited to work with uh, my, uh, my, uh, you know, my substitute for, uh, for today. Yes. Uh, you've seen her on Attacking Third. You've seen her at U.S. Women's National Team matches, uh, doing the call inside stadiums. Uh, just a, a, a great person, what, you know, a, a, one of the hardest working people in American soccer. She is absolutely everywhere. Please, big round of applause for Jordan Angeli. What's up, Jordan? Wow, thank you, thank you. Yeah, I feel yeah. like this is like, I need to give my wave and salute. <laughs> you know, I, I only work next to Alexis a couple days a week, maybe right. one day, maybe every other week. And I, I agree with you. It's He's it's hard to sit next to him for that long. <laughs> hard yes, to yes. sit next to him. Hour, hours and hours on end. I get it. And then I you have to look at him like super early in the morning, which is yeah. has to be challenging. I don't know. Time. For that part, though, I feel like it's it's worse for me. I'm like, all right, hopefully these bags are in my eyes. <laughs> it's early, man. That is, And these games have been early. So right, right. I uh, guess that helps. It's it's been fascinating. It's, it's an interesting time, obviously, in uh, through the Women's World Cup, but also you are part of uh, attacking third on on uh, on CBS, uh, you know, on Paramount Plus and and CBS Sports. Uh, it, it has been a this has been a cool thing because it, it is a a, a real uh, dedication to not only the uh, uh, this is where we'll start and and look he hello everybody my name is christian we're it's, it, with the cooligans we're a comedy show but this we got to start we're going we're to talk about the, the matches uh for, for today but i just want to highlight the fact that uh, you know we did a men's world cup daily show and then this is why i'm excited attacking third is now uh, th uh you know was a podcast now three days a week on on paramount plus but the, the fascinating part is that as women's soccer coverage has increased and, and because we did a men's World Cup daily show, we we're like, we, we want to do one for the Women's World Cup as well. And I love that. And it's just the response. The response has been, uh, you know, everybody was like, yo, this is so dope. You're doing daily episodes of the Men's World Cup. Now we're doing daily episodes of the Women's World Cup. They're like, why are you talking about the women so much? What's going on? <laughs> <laughs> it's it just such an unbelievable like hypocrisy and and annoying and I, I hate I hate to necessarily shed light on it but it's just I'm I'm just happy and proud that attacking third yeah. is now uh, you know uh, more a part of the the, the Golasso network uh, so I just want to give you your flowers and everybody there well, on the entire thank team. You. Thank you. When are the flowers getting delivered? Should I be waiting? Okay, yeah, it's a figure of speech, but I, yeah, yeah I okay, know what okay. you mean. <laughs> um, I thank you very much, Christian. It has been so much fun. And I think, you know, I'm surprised a little bit to hear what you just said, that people aren't super, like, receptive of doing a Women's World Cup daily. Because I think sometimes the loudest voices aren't really the voices you want to listen to. And I think that that's a little bit of what we're getting because overall in this Women's World Cup, one, it is the perfect time to shed the light on the state of women's soccer across the entire globe. It is incredible. It is increasing. Uh, we are going to talk about it a lot today <laughs> because today is a testament of that. But also it was a perfect time to launch Attacking Third. 
we will always have a lot to talk about, but right now it, it's nice to dig into the games a little bit more and to be able to do that with um, some really great minds in the women's soccer space. We have had so much fun doing it and yeah, and it's only going to continue yeah. because after the World Cup, the leagues start and exactly. then we're off and running. Yeah, y'all are crushing it. You did mention how uh, wild this uh, World Cup has been so far, and let's get right to it. So uh, okay. the two matches uh, this morning, South Korea versus Germany and Morocco against Colombia. And we have to obviously uh, address the, the, the biggest news is Germany getting knocked out of the World Cup in the group stages the first time in their in the, the history of uh, Ger Germany has won the Women's World Cup uh, in the past. This is quite the shock. I know people were, you know, they couldn't believe that the, the U.S. Uh, finished second in the group, but this is even more uh, of a shock, in my opinion. So uh, wh what is your first thoughts, uh, you know, just a couple hours after the match uh, ended? I was sitting watching it like this. No. <laughs> Oh my gosh, I could not believe, hands on my mouth, I could not believe that this is the way that it was going to end for Germany. It, it, I think if the U.S. would have gone out, that would have been the biggest shock just because they've won three, or right. sorry, four World Cups. They're going for their third in a row, their fifth overall. But for Germany, they've won twice. And they have been this dominant team. And I think that that is really the theme of this World Cup is the overall dominance of these massive teams throughout history of women's soccer who are now not that dominant anymore. And I think they're not that dominant because the tactics of other teams have changed. The, the technical ability of other teams have changed. Some of the, and, and I know this is controversial because I'm, I'm not saying that it's at where it should be, but there is a, there is more investment than there ever has been in the women's game. So you're seeing teams um, have better structure. They're having coaches for longer. All these things that allow you to be a united team are happening. And I think that what a perfect time with all of these fights that are happening across the, the world for federations to pay their women on time and more that they're showing, these women are showing up and proving why they should be, they should be invested in. Totally. So, um, it's this weird, like you're so happy for these countries who are showing up and showing out, but it's like, you're seeing also this dominance just crumble in front of you. And Germany legit crumbled yeah. in this tournament. I mean, the, the difference between the 2019 world cup, which, which didn't necessarily feel like we were on the precipice of something changing, like, you know, as far as the, the, the quote unquote weaker sort of footballing nations uh, till now, which I don't in the last four years, the the memo went out. I don't know what happened during covid. They were they were just like, yo, we're going to train <laughs> harder than ever because of all these countries that we just simply did not expect to uh, to surprise us did. And and it, given with Germany, I mean, they they they, they lost in their um, their their like warm up game uh, uh, for the World Cup in uh, against Zambia. Mm -hmm. And everybody was like. Uh, okay, it was like, like kind of crazy. Like, are Zambia good? Are Germany bad? Like, we we didn't know exactly how, how to feel. And now the, especially after watching the game against uh, South Korea, Germany didn't, you know, they didn't play awful. But you know, and g give credit to South Korea a little bit mm -hmm. because they, uh, I thought they handled the the strategy that, and a couple other teams do this, but the strategy clearly for Germany was like, yo, we got the taller players. 
Let's throw it up. Yeah. Let's throw it in the box. And, and you know, given if, if it weren't for that offside call, they probably do win this game and stuff like that. But South Korea handled those intense, like, pressure moments uh, really well. And it's just such a... A shame. I don't know. Like mm-hmm. Germ- you just expected so much more uh, from Germany, and and they just couldn't do it. And I love that. You know, I think, you know, I'm sure a lot of German fans are unhappy about it. But this <laughs> this photo is probably oh one of the best <laughs> things I think we've we've gotten from uh, this World Cup. Shout out to uh, attacking at attacking third for putting this together. But uh, Alexandra Pop got the uh, Player of the Match award. Um, and if you were just in in the, uh, the 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 World Cup, this was in twenty, uh, not the recent one, but the one in twenty eighteen. Eighteen, yeah. Eighteen, where uh, Germany got also uh, knocked out uh, by South Korea, and uh, that was an incredible game as well. But this photo is just great. Uh, both of them, uh, Kai Havertz and Alexander Pop, holding the Player of the Match award, uh, just miserable. Just After why do we have to do? This? <laughs> yes, I was trying to think, Christian, of like times that you would have that same reaction um with uh, an award it's like you got your first hole in one and nobody's there to to <laughs> witness it and you're like right right <laughs> yeah because like, like we just recently <laughs> saw um Steph Curry get that hole in one did you see that clip where yeah, uh, I, I did and and it was literally it, it, that was more meaningful to him than winning the NBA championship. He lost his mind. I'd never seen him that happy in my life. But if no one was there to witness it, he'd be like, hey, "Damn, it's not the are, same." Are you serious? <laughs> yeah, um, uh, yeah. Just real. I mean, the. I feel like this is going to be going around when like this has to be put into one of those things of like, what's another reaction that you would have like this to, to winning something? <laughs> sure. that, this is a, this um, should be a proper. This, we we gotta make a f- meme format of yes. this exact thing <laughs> whatever uh, and everybody just stone cold face yeah pop she thought she won it too which was yeah. the hardest thing she thought she was it, it felt in moments and i don't know if you got this i got I, I had flashbacks to the u.s game against brazil with the megan rapino to abby wambach right, right. moment that pushed them into um i think it was it was semi-final pushed them into the final and i was like are they going to do it? Is Germany going to have that moment here? It's just all or nothing. They're throwing the ball forward. um, And here comes pop flying through the air being the superwoman. And they couldn't figure it out, but I don't know what it was to me. This is all mentality. It felt like South Korea hit the nail on the head. They had whatever, caffeinated drink you need to have in South Korea before (laughs) you go and do something like I don't know if it's there you know there's coffee for the Australians there's mate for the Argentinians (laughs) I don't know what they were having but it was perfect and and I think their goal shows exactly that like they were awake when Germany was on uh, like yeah, they shut off for like a second, and that was just—it was weird. It was like they, they for the South Korea goal. It just felt like, did you not know there was a player there? Like what? <laughs> they were. <laughs> if you watch it back, Christian Oberdorf gets. She's one of those players that's like stepping. She was in the back line for a second, so she's stepping up, and then she's kind of in this no man's land. And there's two center backs, or, or it's her and a center back in no man's land, and the ball goes through, and the replay is just Oberdorf looking over her shoulder watching she didn't move <laughs> right, she right. didn't move after it went past her because believe she was it. Yeah. like what just happened <laughs> and i don't know what happened i just tweeted out like what 
what were they doing? I don't know what they were doing. And to lose on, you know, to to get knocked out of the World Cup on a defensive action like that, when we had known Germany to be like, this is how we're going to defend first. Yeah, we're going to push forward and and make it dangerous, but we're going to be organized for them to get... Yeah, yeah. It's just like that. <laughs> it's uh, I I think in general this this World Cup will um just like Germany um you know after 2018 and you, you know it 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 made everybody ask questions of their their federation and then seeing all the uh, uh all the teams winning despite being mistreated by the federations it's mm-hmm. just the like South Africa's success Colombia's success makes. The federations, they're, they're almost like, no, don't don't win too much. Like you're making you're, you're making it hot for us right now. <laughs> so yeah. uh, I, I wonder it's just it'll it'll definitely just force uh, some real change. And, and not and not just like, you know, from a from a, a you know, equal treatment level, but just from mm-hmm. even from a footballing perspective, like these teams got to get better. And, and and we'll talk about U.S. in a little bit, because I think that's the, 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 the thing that they were not prepared for, of how how technically gifted the 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 improvement the how just the improvement from 2019 to now is really really stark and we have to train and prepare in a different way oh yeah and it's not just the technical side i think tactically teams are so much more organized than they ever were so they're harder to break down yeah. like if you sit in a low block how do you break that down and i think that the, these dominant teams Granted, that's a very hard thing to do to break down a low block, but dominant teams are struggling because it's not as open of a game anymore. Yeah. It is much more, it's much tighter in the technical and the tactical aspect. And, um, ooh. yeah, it's going <laughs> to get challenging. For Germany, uh, that is a ticket home. Morocco also played Colombia and uh, they, they won 1 0. Uh, this was another uh, really, really good game that I think just Morocco, first time in the World Cup to play the way that they played against a really good Colombian team uh, who, who've won. They won their first two matches. This was uh, just really impressive. And you mentioned mentality. This is That's exactly what I was thinking. I'm just like, man, the, for them to hold on. And then the moment in the end was just so remarkable. After the final whistle, waiting for the result for uh, against Germany, South Korea. And if you haven't seen this video, I obviously can't show it here because we will get banned immediately on YouTube. Um, <laughs> See ya. <laughs> but, we'll be getting sent home as well. <laughs> but Germany, the, is there room on your flight? What an incredible moment. Uh, oh. uh, uh, just tears, prayer. Just absolutely thanking the heavens for uh, for 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 qualifying uh, into the knockout stages, but I got emotional watching it. How, how did you too. feel when you saw it? Yeah, I got emotional. I think um, I've had many of those moments in this World Cup, which is like, yes, thirty-two teams. How's it going to be? And we're we're seeing just the joy of representing your country. Like n- l- nothing beats it. I played in a youth World Cup and. I have the most vivid memories of getting to don that crest on my chest and go out there and represent not just me, my team, my family, my country. And we got to see Morocco do that. They lost six to nothing in their first game against Germany. And they made it through <laughs> what is that about? It's a, what, a, one. what a turnaround it, it was just it was incredible and um i love that they they were able to do it the first time ever three uh teams from 
the, the Africa have made it into yeah. the knockout stages. Um, everybody throughout their bracket and we're, can we just start over? Because um, now we get to go with a little bit more passion because I think that's number one, what we saw from some of these teams, these, these new teams and um, not just debutants like Morocco was making it the only team that debuted this tournament to make it into the next round, but the teams that have never made it into the next round, I just, yeah. yes, tears, emotion, goosebumps. I had it all. And as much as it was like hands and mouth, or mouth, yeah, whatever that is. My <laughs> hands over my face when Germany gets out. I was like on my feet just watching the scenes because um, that was cool to watch Morocco thought, all huddled around, yeah. waiting, anticipating. Anticipating is this really gonna happen? And then it, when it did, it felt very. Um... To me, watching it was very humbling, right? Because we we all saw the the comments uh, from Carly Lloyd about uh, the, the dancing, and then you know pretty much the, the the whole Fox crew were were just on board with like why are they dancing? Why are they so happy? And then you realize like you see what it means to some of these countries. I mean, why should we lose that? That little that that giddiness, that joy of like even the, a, a little bit of success. Like I understand. Like look, when we we posted a clip about the the Carly Lloyd thing and the and the comments are just like she's 100 percent right. You guys are idiots and blah blah blah. And then a lot of all people are like this. She you know Carly Lloyd has that like Mamba mentality. Like Kobe Bryant, just Michael Jordan has to, you know super serious has to win and all this other stuff. And mm-hmm. and I like. And I loved, uh, I don't know if you've been consuming the, a lot of the content from the former players or some of the players, uh, you know, Kristen Press and Tobin Heath have a, yeah. uh, have a show. Mitch Purse uh, is, is doing a show. And there's a, there's a lot of, uh, I loved uh, Kristen Press and, and Tobin Heath because they were basically saying, I mean, they, they played with Carly and they won yeah. World Cups with her. They essentially said, like, we need a person like Carly. But we also need somebody like Heather O'Reilly that was saying, yeah. hey, it's, it, we need to just get behind the team and really support. And, yeah, they're dancing, but they, this is something positive. And both of those mentalities are, are what is helpful in, in a locker room. So mm-hmm. that's why I'm watching Morocco, and I'm like, this, it, it, it reconnected me with that, that, that yeah. joy. That, that, like, okay, the U.S., yes, they finished second in the group. But this is still quite an accomplishment because, we, look at we could have been Germany. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we could have been on the first flight back to Los Angeles. I, I think that it is a really good reminder. And I do think both those things can live together in the same place, right? The hardest thing for the U.S. in this tournament is expectation. And it's, it, it is put on themselves. They put it on themselves. Um, you know, I don't think the Fox, like, how do you stop the U.S. commercial helps right. at all. I, I could, if I never saw that again in my life, I would be very happy because that irks me because it is this line of arrogance, but confidence that they're walking and they've always walked that line. And I think it rubs people the wrong way when they, they're expected to win. They were expected to win against Portugal. Yeah. And I don't think they were happy that they didn't win. And I think you saw that in the huddle. But one of the things that you have to be able to do when you're in these types of tournaments, when you're playing on that type of stage, is you have to be able to assess things in the right state of mind without emotions. So they're going to watch that video of Portugal and they're going to say, we need to be better here, here and here. They're going to watch Sweden and they're going to say, this is how we're going to attack them. 
But they also are going to have a moment, which I think Kelly O'Hara probably did in that huddle, is get over it. Yeah. We, we This is done. We made it through. The tournament starts now, which I think is very true. But I also think, like, it is hard to manage that with seeing them happy and celebrating. I think it's hard for people because they are expected to win. Do you see where I'm getting that? Like there's, yeah, yeah. there's friction there, but again, I can also see there there's people that spend so much money to fly themselves to New Zealand to watch maybe this team for the first time ever, maybe this team for the hundredth time. I don't yeah. know, but that they can meet those people in a place of their joy saying, Hey, I, I spent money to come watch you play. Smile. Right. Right. And say, say, thank you. <laughs> Be appreciative. You know, yeah. I, I do think that, that we can expect both of those things out of this team and say that both of those things are okay. Like, we can be upset that they lost or that they drew and they barely squeaked through. But we also can say the game is supposed to be fun. Right, right. And I mean, we can appreciate that. The, the moments with, uh, you know, Trinity Rodman, she she stayed, she, uh, you know, as long as she possibly could, signing autographs, taking mm-hmm. photos. Uh, th- that is it's just a... What is she supposed to do? Do a, one of those, like, player of the night yeah, yeah. photos? <laughs> just say <a> Trinity. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Look, it, it's it, it's a... It, I think it's it's a healthy um, outlook because, look, I, you know, and I've, I've said this ad nauseum, it, in, in my opinion, the issue is not with the players themselves. So that's why I don't really understand picking on on them it it is truly a like you said earlier like a real a tactical issue i mean and yeah. now uh, what i do love uh, what, what's happening now is that it, it's forcing people to analyze the u.s women's national team not simply on the personalities and characters and uh, activism it's like how are they how is this team actually playing and then when you look not very good t- tactically it's just like what, Crystal Dunn has nobody to pass the ball to. Sophie Smith has there's no, there's no midfield. There's there's uh, uh, they couldn't string together five passes. They, they couldn't get balls into the final third. This is not a U.S. Women's National Team that we're used to even seeing. It makes almost no sense that they can't. It's not even about the the opponent at this point. It's just no. like why can't what what is it tactically that we do? You know, and I, I, we can go into very yeah, very. How much time do we have here? Yeah, yeah. This is what attacking third is for to go over those <laughs> those specifics. Tune in tomorrow. You know, <laughs> figure out. You know, the, 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 why can't why is Andy Sullivan only have five six touches in and a half? It makes no sense. Anyway, we'll we'll get to, to it. So look, you we, you see how uh, uh, excitable uh, uh, I can get uh, about this stuff, but I'm I'm uh, you know it, it just clearly shows that passion, but. But from time to time, Jordan Angeli, we all need to chill. We all yeah. need to chill from time to time because the 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 way to, the, you know these soccer gets us hyped up. It's it's hyped. very 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 intense. And not only are we watching the women's World Cup, but we're also watching the League's Cup. All right, Messi just but did he watch Messi last night? Okay, this guy's pretty good. Messi. I mean, he's must watch TV. <laughs> he is. It's appointment television when Messi's playing in yeah. League's Cup, and the best way to watch the League's Cup. This year is with an ice cold Coors Light, okay, Jordan. I mean, I'm yeah, here. It's from Denver. Do it. <laughs> Let's I'm go. Gonna, That's I'm right. <laughs> yeah, I'm a, a huge fan of uh, of your home state. Uh, you know, but we've been watching League's Cup, uh, and and Messi continues to do it. I, at this point, I just I think Inter Miami are probably going to win the whole thing. Uh, Jordi Alba just was just uh, played uh, and, and debuted. 
And he, he was absolutely. Like he was gonna get in a fight too there, or like hold back Tata at moments. Like don't me- do it, don't me- do it. Me- Messi got his uh, first yellow in the Inter Miami kit. Okay, all right. Yeah, well, second too, I would say. <laughs> right, it got really close there, but uh, uh, you know what? Uh, the the universe will not let that happen because we need to watch him in every single game. So this summer, stay passionate and stay refreshed with a nice cold Coors Light, official beer of League's Cup 2023. Get Coors Light delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart by going to CoorsLight.com. Cooligans, celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Let's go. Um, I love that there's just a place called Golden in Colorado. (laughs) You know that Golden has a Golden Retriever Festival every year, and it's packed with Um, Golden Retrievers. That is amazing. It is like I heaven on earth <laughs> that is uh just yeah the streets filled with furry dogs i just want to i want to crowd surf on golden retrievers that's what i'm literally i'm thinking of <laughs> like, that's, yes i thought it couldn't get better and it just did it just did um all right so the the round of 16 is set um, uh, so we can now, uh, look forward and really start thinking about, uh, you know, how, how this is uh, going to pan out. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, when it comes to the, the United States, uh, I mean, let's just start there. They're, they are facing Sweden. I mean, this is honestly, this is, this is my, maybe a little conspiracy theory thing or whatever, mm-hmm. but all the all the controversy especially from the the fox panel and everybody like the dance they shouldn't be happy about finishing in second i think what they're actually mad about is that finishing in second makes their their the this match and the possible next match that they're like at 5 and 6 a.m. otherwise it, it would have been at like 9 and 10 p.m. The, yeah. the, well, the I'm kind of mad about it too, to be honest. <laughs> yeah, but I think I think from I'm a bro- sick of waking up at 3 a.m. to watch these games. <laughs> the bro- the broadcasters are like, "How dare you, the U.S.? But, You're not good enough." You know what I mean? Yeah, but what? <laughs> how cool would it have been if it was those prime times and we just uh, continued no. to? I think Germany. They said Germany. There was 11 million people watching at some point. What if? What if the U.S. got to that? What if yeah. the U.S. got those numbers? And yeah, yeah, okay, we can talk about like they want it for them, but like I kind of want it for us. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, I get it, I get it. It's it's so better we'll for everybody. We'll see how many people tune in at. Um, yeah, because even like night. when you see the the, the stats, the, the games that were at um, 9 p.m., I think they got like nearly six million uh, yeah. uh, viewers. Six, it, I think just yeah, maybe just yeah, yeah. So. Uh, so impre- really impressive numbers, um, and it's always World Cup after World Cup is just only growing. So this, yes, this result uh, and, and finishing second does it might hurt people's pockets. Maybe that is the, the concern as well. So there's a lot of pressure, all right, on everybody. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, U.S. Uh, Sweden, the uh, look, we gotta we gotta assume that Sweden. Uh, you know, they see blood in the water. They are, they are, they're, uh, they are the sharks that are, are see a, a, a weakened, Whoa, you know, a, a hurt United States. No Rose Lavelle. Well, how are you uh, feeling about this upcoming match? I'm not feeling great after the last time these two teams met in a competitive match. It was in the Olympics and Sweden whooped the U.S. three to nothing. The U.S. didn't even, honestly, they didn't look like they showed up. It was a really difficult loss for the United States and kind of set the tone for that Olympics games. Um, But if any time the U.S. can show their mentality, because this is a new tournament. This is a U.S. team who 
despite what happens in the group round, and we saw that in 15, they figure out a way to win games. And that's all that matters right now. You have to win this game. You have to advance to the next round. Sweden is going to cause them issues. And if we do not see this change, Christian, I think everybody is going to have more gray hairs or just less hair in general because they're <laughs> going to pull their hair out. But we need to see Julia Ertz in the midfield in this game. Yeah, I mean, that, we I, need to see Julia Ertz in the midfield. It's absolutely super important. Yeah, there's no, there's no, I don't think there's any way to win um, without that that change. Um, and and I, I'll just echo this as well. Like um, the, you know, I think it's an interesting World Cup in that we have so many former players sharing their thoughts on like players that they yeah. just played with or, or even th th it, they're talking about a team that barring injury, they're probably on that team and they're really oh, yeah. sh sharing their thoughts. So like the, it, it, you know, Tobin Heath and Kristen press, I, I appreciate that. They're just like, they, they're not saying like, yo, Vlaco, what's your problem? What are you doing? They're not saying that, but they're just like, we need to adjust tactically and make the changes necessary. And so it's like they're saying it without saying it and, and calling yeah. anybody out. They're being as, as constructive as possible. But which is what happened in 15. They kind of changed. They, they were like, we're we're not comfortable with how things are going. We have to change things. The team changed things is what I kind of get from this group and hearing all the stories coming out of 15. The team. Yeah, you're going to get set up how you get set up. But you have to be able to adjust on the fly in the game, too, as a group. And that type of mentality of like, yeah, I appreciate what is given to us, but I also see what we're playing against and we're going to tweak these little things. Yeah. Um, but but from the, the coach's perspective, those changes need to be made. Alana Cook needs to play. Ertz needs to be in the midfield. And if you need be and you have to push for a late go goal, you can switch to a three back so quickly. Yeah. And you still yeah. have Ertz on the field. You put another good player who's good at heading. I just don't know how Lana Cook from went from starting every match to not even seeing the field yet. Right. Yeah. It, it, it's a it, it's the it's a desperate need of changing the formation, in my opinion. Uh, I would. I think um, Kristen Press suggested like, uh, or Abby Dahlkemper was on, and she said for uh -huh. a, a four two three one. I think. Yeah. Get, getting we I, I, look it seems like the strategy is we have some of the best attackers in the world and even i thought this before the world cup started i'm like we're gonna score a bunch of goals i'm a little concerned about the defense be losing becky sour but we're gonna score a bunch of goals and it's the opposite we can't we can defend <laughs> decently we cannot score any goals um and and that's really the issue and it's not to blame um any of the uh, forwards it's that's it's hard a, to score goals very hard and it's just that the midfield can't uh, uh, can't operate. I mean, and, and it's and it's not even any individual player's fault. It's just the. It seems that the strategy is, uh, and if I'm I'm trying to get inside Vlako's head, it seems like it's we have better players. Our better players will get solve any problem on the pitch because our players are better, and that is not always enough, right? It seems like we have we have the, it, it seems like we have the best players on the pitch, but we don't have the best team on the pitch, right? Like the, 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 the lineup should be a little bit, a little bit different. Don't you think? Absolutely. I, I agree exactly with your point. And what is strange to me is when this is what I feel like I, if I was on this team, this is, this would be my thoughts. You get on the ball and it's like, we're told to do this one thing. So that thing is the team is thinking about the game plan and how that is supposed to be executed, but then they get there. And that's not the solution to the problem. 
And so then everybody is in this like timid in between, like, how do we solve it? Where I am saying, whatever the game plan is, if the game is not presenting you with that solution, you guys are good. These are some of the best players in the world. I agree with you. (laughs) Solve Solve the problem. And I think it is with a little bit more movement off the ball. I think the tempo has to up. We have not seen this team play fast. Yeah. They have been in transition moments where they slow it down and bring the ball back. They have um, swung the ball around to switch the point of attack. And it, there's players taking two, three, four touches. They've lost the ball on the dribble in wrong situations. That's tempo. That's just decision-making. That's movement off the ball to make sure those players on the ball have an option. So they can solve it. I, I do believe they can solve it. it. Will they do that? against a Swedish team who is going to know that they can overload the midfield and cause problems. And they're also going to know they're going to have set pieces to, yeah, to deal that's with. Going to be a very huge... good on set pieces. And a listener has gone fishing a couple times on set pieces. They yeah. got to, they got to shore that up. Yeah. I say, I look, I say, uh, on the midfield, I will put five midfielders, yeah. maybe one attacker and just control the game. And then from there, the substitute get rid of a midfielder to try to uh, you know uh, attack, mm. but just, just control the game. I would I love like to that. see Christy Mewis in the game. Me just too. I not, kind of feel like it would be a good game for her. Yeah, doesn't she? I mean, like, yeah, is she the uh, paciest player? No, but as far as just like controlling the ball, controlling the game, and this is why, like, the the difference between the roster in nineteen and now, like, not having players like Ali Long. Ali Long Sam is just Mewis. Oh, Samuel, of course. And it's just like that. And that that mentality, you know, the the approach, having two tall midfielders in Haran and Mewis allowed us to dominate a lot of games. Mm -hmm. And and not having that, not having uh, Sam Mewis uh, changes uh, the approach uh, a lot. And and it it seems odd that Haran is like such an attacking midfielder. When, that doesn't seem like what we need yeah. right now. Yeah, uh, so maybe Mewis and Ertz, and you want Haran higher? I, I'd be fine with that because I would trust. I'd be, I'd be go, go with that. I would go with that too. I mean, yeah, especially not having Lavelle. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, you know, I would be- bench Andy Sullivan, maybe bring her on late in the game. Uh, yeah, so look, we can yeah. have out there, but this is it. But the, you know what? In general, we wouldn't, we weren't having these conversations in, in 19 and in 15 because in general, we, we were just all – we had it all under control and kind of figured out, and then and we could just talk about mentality. But it's like, no, now we have a real. The other teams are really good, and we got to really figure out a, a good and strategy. And it's been like that for about two years. We've, yeah. If you've been watching this team, there's been questions about how they solve issues for a couple of years now. Yeah. Okay. So I I hope this game against Sweden uh goes <laughs> goes well. Uh, <laughs> but now look, so the round of sixteen is set. Uh, obviously, it starts on Saturday. Uh, it's gonna be super entertaining. We have. Uh, you know, just a, a reminder: we're here uh, every day. We'll be off tomorrow since there is no uh, no match day. <laughs> we'll have one our one day off. Uh, we'll be off tomorrow, but we'll be back on uh, on Saturday, uh, uh, reacting to uh, the the first round of sixteen uh, matches. Uh, a, a bunch of fun stuff uh, lined up, uh, cool guests, all this other stuff. Uh, but we're we're excited to keep uh, keep this going. Uh, a reminder: uh, attacking third. Let people know uh, yes. where they can when, where and when they can uh, catch the show. Of- of course, Attacking Third is on Monday, Wednesdays, and Fridays at 4 p.m. Eastern Time on the Galazzo Network um, on Paramount Plus, or you can catch it on CBSSports.com. Uh, you can watch it there for free. So uh, check us out. Yeah, tomorrow we're talking about, of course, what happened in today's game, but really talking about group stage and wrapping that up 
leading into some of these matchups that we're going to see over the weekend that everybody is uh, pretty wide-eyed about. <laughs> yeah, it's been uh, uh, you know an exciting uh, World Cup, to say the least. So, uh, Jordan Angeli, thank you so much for uh, joining me. Sub- subbing, a uh, great substitute for Alexis Guerrero's. Uh, yes. uh, yeah, and, uh, you know, <laughs> continue. I'll tell him that when I see him next. <laughs> remind him, okay? I just, I'm going to text him this clip. All right. <laughs> uh, so everybody, make sure you check out uh, uh, Attacking Third. And uh, as always, uh, subscribe to our YouTube channel. Uh, subscribe to the podcast. Leave a review on Apple Podcasts uh, and, and Spotify as well. You can do that now. And uh, what else? Anything else? Uh, we'll be back on Saturday, everybody. Yeah. So uh, download the episode. Do all the things that you got to do. I mean, you, you can't uh, leave an episode of The Cool Games without a little bit of homework. So we're going to we're going to quiz you on Saturday to make now. sure you subscribe. Uh, but that, that's just one of our few requirements. So, uh, Jordan Angie, thank you so much. And everybody, uh, I appreciate it. Thank you so much. We'll see you Saturday. Peace. Life's better with American Family Insurance because our home policies help protect your dreams and come with peace of mind. Save up to 25% by bundling home, auto, and life. American Family Insurance. Get a quote, find an agent at amfam.com. Products not available in every state. Discounts may not apply to all coverages on an auto or home policy. Discounts do not apply to life insurance policies. Visit Amfem.com to learn how discounts may apply to you. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating companies, American Family Life Insurance Company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin.